everyone, and welcome to the first ever Apologetically Me podcast. Yay! Yay. I'm Maggie. And I'm Wanda. And together, we're going to talk about why we started this podcast, what our purpose is, um, and we'll talk a little bit about ourselves. So first, I'll do Wanda's intro. Wanda is 24, um, proudly 24. She rejects being a Gen Z or millennial. Um, She is very happy with no social media um and she's living her life to the fullest yay thanks for joining us wanda thank you um (laughs) maggie had this amazing idea to do each other's intros and it's not a great idea because i have no idea what to say about you so you're right um, this is hard maggie is 25 and she likes please don't say that (laughs) um correction (laughs) she is almost 25 her birthday somewhere in February it's coming up she likes long walks on the beach and she is currently working someplace you know like when people like fact check afterwards like after the episode they'd be like oh by the way I gotta correct stuff I have to fact check you on like everything you just said first of all sometime in February you don't even know my birthday um and long walks on the beach I haven't been to the beach in like five years which is why your background is a beach. Yeah. Um, please don't cancel us just yet. We're not vacationing. Um, we just didn't want to dox ourselves with our location. We have a very distinctive background. My um, background's also very messy. So. Oh, yeah, that too. I, I don't want to show that. Especially that. So. Yeah. Oh, okay. No, you can, you can go. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's my dad likes to buy paintings uh when they're on sale from like these retail stores and we've run out of places to like hang them up in our house so he's like hung them up like very sporadically across like the wall that's behind me and it makes no sense so that's also why this background exists you know I've been painting in my spare time would your dad be willing to buy some of my paintings maybe if you if you put it like if you put the sticker as like ninety nine dollars and then discount it down to like seven dollars, he'll definitely buy it. He buys anything for a deal, even though we don't need it. You know what? Okay, duly noted. The side hustle number two coming up. Twenty twenty one, big things coming for me. The year of the doing. The year of the profiting off my crappy paintings. Okay. Also I should also know. Yeah. <laughs> my numbers. They're not original. <laughs> one day. One day. I'm, I'm getting there. So basically why we started this podcast was mostly for three reasons. One, we, you know, when you like have to do one of those intros for class or for work, they're like, tell us a bit about yourself and you wanna impress people, you wanna flex on them that you have something cool, this is gonna be our cool thing that we can say, well, we run a cool podcast, check us out. But But not really, (laughs) because we might talk about you. So don't do it. So that's reason number one. Number two, I think this is a cool outlet for us to talk to each other while capitalizing um, on this. We think we're funny people, maybe just to us, but let's see if there's an audience for it, why not? Yeah, number number two especially. (laughs) number two is a big one yeah this is really a chance for us to prove that we're actually funny to prove to all of our friends that people might actually listen to us talk and they don't find us annoying and they actually find us funny 
And number three is also a big one for me for us to listen back to this and see if we actually have a vocal fry because I think I kind of do now. Yeah, never watch. Okay, so there's a there's like a YouTube video, like there's a bunch of YouTube videos, but there's like an explanation on what a vocal fry is. And once you watch that video, you think that you have a vocal fry. And like the next person that you send it to will say, I don't think you have one, but I I think I have one. It's like in How I Met Your Mother, where you don't notice something until someone points it out and then you can't stop noticing it. This is exactly what happens. Don't, <laughs> but like, don't YouTube person, it. It's of you. <laughs> yeah. Just don't do it. You, you'll live your life happily knowing that you don't talk like a Kardashian. I didn't even watch the video you sent me. I was just thinking about it and I was like, yeah, I think I do have a vocal fry. This, this bums me out. Oh, I like listen to that video. Oh, uh, you know, Trisha Paytas? Yeah. So she started a podcast too. And like, she'll just randomly have vocal fry sometimes. And her co-host will like call her out on it and make fun of her. And she's like, I don't hear it. I don't know where it's coming from. Is that toxic? So maybe, maybe it just comes out. out sometimes. Please don't, Please don't, don't us cancel us <laughs> just yet. Cancel us maybe like when we're five episodes in. Right now we're starting off. So don't cancel us just yet, guys. Okay, so it's been almost a year since quarantine, since work from home, online school, since the world changed forever. Wanda, give us a recap of what's going on in Ontario. Yes, as <laughs> many of you might not know where Ontario is. <laughs> Toronto is the capital of Ontario. Uh, capital of Canada, actually. It, no, it's not. <laughs> Ottawa is the capital of Canada. Um, uh, Toronto also known as the south of Canada I think as it was referred to in that one tweet correct me yes. if I'm wrong but there was also a tweet wherever where this girl was there was like a, a picture of Dundas Square and this girl was like wow Toronto just like trying to be like New York so bad like the capital of downtown Canada is trying to so hard to be New York City I mean That's we do kind of it. try we try to have that big city vibe in Toronto. But anyways, okay, so in quarantine. So Canada didn't really find out or didn't do anything about the virus until like March 18th-ish area when like everything closed down. Everyone went to like work from home and everything. And then um, we had a few good months. Like I think May to July, even like the tail end of August was like we had low cases, like maybe like a hundred new cases a day we even got down to like 30 new cases a day which was amazing remember and then gas prices remember how like yes. insanely low they are but they we were. didn't drive anywhere so then it didn't even matter like I constantly saw like low gas prices when I was out getting groceries or something and I was like oh I'm still on a full tank yeah but it's not like that anymore now it's still like insanely high I need to go get gas yeah People are back, to, like people are back to work and everything, so that's why they can't. But, it's a stay-at-home order, but it's not okay. So then, uh, like slowly, every like we got worse. New COVID cases came up. We slowly started to close down again, like region by region, which didn't really work because like they closed down Toronto, and then everyone from Toronto just went to like Niagara Falls or went up north, which wasn't closed until finally everything closed December twenty eighth at the third or I don't know second or third stay-at-home order that they enacted. Um, and then recently we just got to double lockdown. Okay. So anyways, now onto my safe topic. How do we feel about celebrities traveling? Bad. Nice. 
next topic (laughs) why are people like okay so the other day I think they saw a video somewhere of like these tiktokers which at this point will say they're celebrities like these famous tiktokers were traveling during the pandemic and this was not the first time they were traveling but like where do you need to go that is like so important to you that you couldn't just wait like a year like I want to travel I'm sure Maggie does too do you know how many times celebrities like Ariana Grande has called out those tiktokers like Noah Beck, Dixie, Charlie, all these minors, like for some reason they have loads of money that they can take a private jet to the Bahamas and get like a presidential suite or something. I don't know the logistics, but they have the money to do this from TikTok and they're like constantly going out. Like, I don't think they ever stayed at home. This is why you can't be famous or like, I don't think you should be famous before like a certain age. Yeah. I... Like, maybe if you had, like, stable parents or, like, family or something, like, someone who took care of you that, like, could instill, like, good, like, good things to do with your money and bad things to do with your money and not also steal your money. Um, Ooh, I think yeah, that shitty would be, parents. Yeah. That's a pretty common denominator in Hollywood. Like, But also, there's... like, Lizzie McGuire, right? Like, Hilary yeah. Duff, she was in the spotlight for a long time. I don't, yeah. I don't know what her parents were like. And same with Scarlett Johansson like she a young actress yeah she started when she was super young oh i didn't know that today i learned and same with natalie portman yeah but she went to harvard didn't she yes i don't know so are you saying like they harvard like (laughs) looks at you when you're 12 and they're like harvard material (laughs) no but the fact that she was an actress before they were like yeah of course we're gonna accept her like, yeah, I'm sure she's very true. smart, too. She's so well-spoken. Yeah. Like, she could say the stupidest thing to me, but I'm like, wow, you're so eloquent. You enunciate everything so well. That is a superpower. That's one of those, like, mundane superpowers that I wish I had. Like, if someone asked me, it's like, what is a superpower that you wish you had that you could actually have? Like, it wasn't, like, a make-believe thing. It'd be, like, being able to, like, talk well. To speak coherently. I yes, noticed, that. too... In the corporate world, like, guys will do this thing where they, like, do this. Have you noticed it? Like, they they put their thumb in, like, here. It's, like, a thing Obama does. If you see it, they always do this when they, like, do public speaking. describe it for those who can't see your thumb? Okay, for those who are blind, um, imagine... people who are listening to our podcast, like a podcast... people who are listening. Okay, so you're, like, clenching your fist, and then you're putting your thumb on your index finger when you clench it. So, like, if you're holding, like, a detonator or something, but you're yeah, pushing basically. it down. And they always, like, move it, like, up and down almost. That might just be, like, a twitch. No, because I have seen many people do this. In the corporate Toronto world, um, I saw Obama do it. A lot of, like, male politicians corporate do this. Toronto? Corporate, Obama? I don't want to out my previous work organization, but corporate toronto right that's like a i don't want to say corporate america corporate canada doesn't sound as as good as corporate america banking industry banking industry yeah all those assholes do this sorry (laughs) she doesn't actually know they know what i meant but yeah everyone always does anyways i forget what we're talking about but celebrities traveling bad don't do it wait like but okay your money's not going to disappear Because, like, we're very selective with who we want to cancel. Because, like, Chrissy Teigen, I love her. I think she's great. She went through a lot this year. But 
our girl Chrissy is still traveling. Is she? But is she traveling yeah. for work or is she traveling for leisure? For leisure. Okay, that's bad. Yes, I like her. No, I do not stand this decision. And like, um, so even streamers, like I recently got into a lot of like gaming streams. Yeah, I'm a gamer girl. I play Among Us, but none of my friends will play with me. So I just watch it on YouTube instead. But anyways, all these streamers, um, they like they had a girl's trip and they like went to Vegas or they went somewhere. And I'm like, none of them are being canceled or called out for it. Like they're okay with it. So where do we draw the line with who do we get to cancel and who do we not get to cancel? I think there's like a certain, if you can slide under the radar and not get like called out by anyone for it, then that's when you get into the stage of like, oh, we're going to cancel this person. But if you just do it and no one seems to notice it, then you're okay. Like that's- It makes me like think I'm crazy. Like, oh, am I the only one overreacting about this? Am I the only one who wants to stay at home? No, I think that's a really good point. Like it, it is. It's one of those like, why do some people- not get called out and other people do it just those like it's whatever gets clicks right on like news articles or like celebrity blogs or whatever like yeah. it's Chrissy Teigen people like her she's had a rough year like you don't want to shit on her even more kind of thing as like a news organization so it's really like pick and choose which you shouldn't Damn. regardless you, you shouldn't but I I guess like let's not let's not cancel everyone this year please don't I'm travel sure- if we were to look at everyone like everyone is bound to be canceled because of their the way they've like acted with COVID like we still saw each other in person yeah. at one point we have been to each other's houses at one point to be fair she pre- went to my house to pick something up <laughs> oh pre pre-lockdown pre-second lockdown but yeah so I don't know it's, it's just kind of weird like who came up with like six feet like who yeah. who knows that taking your mask off while eating is okay like will it's COVID not. stop yeah so they're just like arbitrary things yeah I mean re- realistically like I thought about this earlier where like we're not even the best examples of what you should be doing during a pandemic like realistically you should be staying at home whenever possible but on the plus side we aren't the ones who are going to on airplanes for like two exotic locations like even if you have a private jet like there's still people that need to fuel and staff it and like how do you know that it's going to be clean the number of people I know who are traveling right now like who I personally know like drives me insane like why why are you traveling like hello and why are you seeing me after hello why we will be written about in history textbooks I think there's going to be a textbook that comes out after this I mean there's and, so much that's happened and you know what we're gonna be like yeah I remember this I didn't die like I'm very thankful that none of my loved ones or or like people close to me have been impacted by COVID or not like physically impacted by COVID like physically got COVID like I'm very fortunate about that but everything else like people are still getting laid off like like their jobs are being impacted, like, you know, like a bunch of shit has happened since COVID. Like these are not the great times, but they are getting better. Anyways, we kind of like went kind of far from like our original point, but basically celebrities travel bad. Yes. Okay. So let's just skip right to it. What are you watching right now on Netflix? So 
Maggie recently got me into Bling Empire on yes. Netflix, which I personally, okay. So I was watching the trailer before I watched it. And there was a lot of people saying like, um, why is Netflix so tone deaf? Why do we need like another reality TV show about rich people, especially during a time when so many people are like losing their jobs or losing their benefits and everything. And it's called escapism. Like you watch it to kind of like, just look like, I don't know, you know that you're not going to ever really get to that lifestyle. Like these are- that's like you know like that person fighting each other in the mirror it's like deleting my social media like wanting to stay informed with everything it's like that thing yeah you're never going to please everybody but I recently really started loving reality tv like last year that's the other thing that's changed so I watched love is blind (laughs) in February (laughs) honestly that set that was a cultural reset like that also changed my mind too about reality television that got me to start watching the bachelor I have not watched The Bachelor, but I've watched like every other reality TV show that Netflix has produced. So go Netflix for single-handedly getting me through this pandemic. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, like they're cashing it in. Like they, they're what, releasing a new show or movie every week? They've been doing that before, I think for 2020. Like I feel like something new was always coming out. Yeah. And they're just really good at preparing. Like Bling Empire was filmed like 2019, 20, yeah, 2019, I think was when it was filmed. Yeah. So, like, no COVID regulations were broken. If anything, it makes me sad because they're having all these great parties. And also, like, people are only, like, why are they complaining about Bling Empire, like, a reality TV show? Like, this is the first reality TV show of Asians. Like, this is... You know why. (laughs) This is good representation to show that, no, not all Asians are, like, great. Okay, they're, like, okay people. I thought you were going to say representation of Asians can be rich too. (laughs) Yeah, Asians can be rich too. Asians can be stupid. Asians can be downright bad, petty, like all these things that white people can do. We can do too. Equality. (laughs) Yeah, that's what we're promoting on this podcast. Equality. Everyone can be dumb. Anyways, it's a great show. Everyone there has a new face. The only guy I respect though is Kane and kind of Kevin like Kevin's smart I don't even know how he got into that friend group yeah he's not really rich no he's like okay good looking he's just a model (laughs) is he he there is he there as like the token model token good looking guy yeah probably because the rest of them aren't that good looking I'm sorry yeah I mean yeah I mm, yeah (laughs) (laughs) like they're objectively not good looking and I know they got a lot of stuff done so I shouldn't be one to shit talk but it's like do you think Christine's husband like Dr. Chu did a lot of their work oh yeah for sure that's why they're all friends right and okay spoiler at the party she's like giving out like free Botox yeah she's Oh, were you already there? No, I'm not there. Sorry. Oh, okay. But they're giving out free Botox. Like her husband runs like that plastic surgery clinic and he does like rejuvenation. Like he tightens their pelvic floor sometimes. Like he'll tighten like their Mm -hmm. ass, like stuff like that. So that's why I'm like, yeah. I guess like it's cheap. I mean, it's not like they need discounts or anything, but (laughs) um, at least you know someone and you trust them. So good for them but anyways okay a great show uh i'm only two episodes in i think maggie's almost done i am done it's okay. a it was only eight episodes but oh. um it's 
okay the first like five episodes there's literally nothing like they got in a fight over the stupid petty necklace that I still don't really understand so to recap Anna the the former queen of Beverly Hills is feuding with the current queen of Beverly Hills over a necklace yeah that they both have yeah that's it it's like once you're so rich you don't really have anything else to fight about it's over these like like, small problems yeah and it's like you have so much time on your hands because I mean I'm pretty sure both of these women don't do a whole lot like work-wise like they do charities and stuff and like they take care of their like kids and everything but like day-to-day I think they're pretty free so I guess when you have the time and you're that type of person then you know what's great to me though it's like you have all this time but it's still like oh taking care of my child no I I have like three other nannies for that like no no responsibility thanks uh Asian representation even if it's in not yeah, the and best it's like form. not even focused on one ethnicity it's like yeah. there's Korean in there there's Vietnamese Chinese yeah. um, Cantonese Mandarin I think they touch on Japanese yeah Anna's ja- half Japanese and she's really good looking kids her two sons are cute there's like a (laughs) there's like one two pictures that they put up in the first episode and I was like oh Oh, okay I remember the first one and I read about her one of her sons like Kenny or something on on an article and he's like a self-proclaimed stoner like his bongs could go for millions of dollars I mean I'm not like a stoner but who's buying a million dollar bongs I guess you there's like collections for everything right his thing is just bombs. I guess. Yeah. Like, does being a, does having a a million dollar bong make you better than a guy who has a bong for twenty bucks? I don't. Not necessarily. It's like the same with shoes, right? Does having a million dollar pair of shoes better make you better than someone who has? Small $20? price to pay for self esteem. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's just whatever. Like, he's rich, right? So he just ends up collecting yeah. it for fun, they, and that's his hobby. They truly have, like, a unique lifestyle. Because even Anna was saying, like, my dad didn't want me to ever work. Yeah. So I just pick up what I can for fun. And I'm like, damn. Yes, but, like, damn. What a life. Yeah, we're now to the point where if I have kids, they're both going to work. Even if I'm They're they're working young. Like, I had to work young. You guys are working young, too. Sorry. So, anyways, what are you watching? Um, I almost don't want to share this. Do you remember the little show I was telling you about? Which one? This animated one. Oh my god. <laughs> okay, so, so I finished I finished Bridgerton, which I still recommend you watching. Yeah, I'll watch that after. Um, I finished oh, I'm almost done the great. Um it's I finished Blink Empire so last night. I don't know I just procrastinated because I was I took up um cross stitching when when I watched it and then I had to stop it so then I I stopped watching the great but anyways I needed something to like clear my mind so I watched class of the titans for anyone who had cable and watched teletoon as a kid class of the titans for those who don't know class of the titans is like this canadian show it's these seven teens um who are descendants of greek gods and they're like the chosen ones and they have to defeat the, the god of time, which is Cronus. 
and there's like so many plot holes like Cronus could literally like kill them immediately but for some reason he can't but anyways it's a good show it's all on YouTube check it out I wouldn't call that anime that's a cartoon no it's not anime it's an animated okay I I heard like I got into an anime and I was like oh no no I mean not not that that's bad but I I can't pick up an anime right now yeah I'm not in the mindset I did though I watched all of Naruto how many episodes really how many seasons there's a lot because Naruto like the first Naruto like pre-Shippuden is already like 10 seasons (sighs) and that's like 22 something episodes each season so I used that to work out and then I got into Naruto Shippuden, which is like another like 12 seasons, each again with like 20 episodes. All of them are bangers. Great. So many filler episodes. But like, I I can't afford to be hooked on another show again. Yeah. Like looking back now. Ooh. Looking back another now. <laughs> which is our next topic. Nice. Aging. I don't know her. I think that was the topic I had. Yes um so do you feel like so they say that like your mid-20s or young 20s or something you're like finally coming out of your shell like you're financially stable in some sort of sense like your parents see you as an adult because you're in your 20s you're you're going out to the world do you feel like you're living in your golden years like what are your golden years I don't know you know like in shows or like when you talk to like boomers and they're always like, huh, I remember those days back when I was in my 20s, I was having the time of my life. Oh, but no. they never like go into like what they did. Like, were they just doing a bunch of cocaine? Maggie's the type of person who asks <laughs> people to pr- peer pressure her into doing drugs. Like, she's always like, why don't you offer me drugs ever? Okay, well, like we spent an entire, so in Canada, you have to go through the D.A.R.E. program and they eventually cancel this program. Okay, so D.A.R.E. is like, it's run by a bunch of cops. Um, and they basically tell you like don't do these drugs if someone offers it to you don't do it don't drink don't don't like do random stuff and they introduce you to all these drugs and then that program was so ineffective because it introduced so many types of drugs to people that they had to cancel the program so I wasted like half of my 10 year old life I don't know it's like 10 or 11 when I was in grade six but anyways I wasted half that time learning about all these drugs prepared no one offers me any drugs so you can understand where I'm coming from when I'm like how come you guys didn't offer me like drugs in high school no one's offered me a single weed we also went to like a pretty sketchy high school like we had yeah, a there were cops at our school like do you remember that undercover cop I actually he was don't. like okay so he he did a like a guest lecture for us and he clearly looked like he was 50 years old but he came dressed like he was 16 and it was really disturbing to see and I'm like, you're a really bad undercover cop. <laughs> How much school did I skip in high school? I don't remember this at all. This is, I'll, I'll tell you what class it was later. But, okay. But yeah, it was, it was a pretty funny class. Maybe I just thought he was some like random teacher or parent that it was. <laughs> just blended into, you're like, whoa, <laughs> he was truly under, it's like Perry the Pipe. <laughs> I don't understand that reference, but I'm sure it's funny. No. Okay. From Phineas and Ferb. Yes, Play, I understand the that. platypus. When he puts his, when he doesn't have a hat on, he's just a platypus. When he puts his hat on, he's ah, it's Perry the platypus. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. I understand that now. Thank okay, you it's not as funny when I have to explain it to you. <laughs> I don't watch that many cartoons. 
Okay. Anyways, do you feel like you're in your golden years? Do you feel like you're approaching them? Like, when do you feel like your golden years are? I always say that life ends at 40. Um, Sorry to any 40-year-olds out there. For me, because I like, I want to retire by the time I'm 40 and be able to like actually live my life. So my, okay, my golden plan is to work so hard in, from like when I graduate to my 40s that I burn out, but I have enough money to sustain me for the rest of my life. I think I am realistic enough to know that, not that I, like retiring at 40 is unrealistic, but I'm saying like for my skill set, I think I will be working for a very long time. I think you'd want to work for a very long time too. What is that supposed to mean? <laughs> like, I think you're just that type of person that would be like on board if I have nothing, if I don't have any work to do. Like you're a lot like my mom. Call me your mom now? What the hell? No, I'm just saying. Here. She's always talking about how she can't wait to retire, but then, like, she has really, my mom too. like, she doesn't really do a lot outside of work, and, like, she likes moving up and, like, earning oh more God. money, so that yes. it's, like, what I you feel. can't have both. <laughs> you know what it is? I blame, like, the Asian mom, like, like mentality, because my yeah. mom's, like, the exact same way. She's like, I can't wait till I retire. Like, I can't. I'm so excited for it. And then she broke her arm, literally goes to work the next day. And she's like, yeah, that's fine. No, nothing much. And I'm like, don't you want to like relax? Like take a few days off. It's fine. She's like, no, I'm going to be bored all day. Tell the story of how your mother broke her arm. She went hiking. Okay, so let me paint. Let me weave you a tale. (laughs) The day, the night before was raining and snowing. So when you go hiking on the trail, it's very icy. So she and her friend decide to go hiking and she decides to take a big step and slips and falls and she uses her elbow or arm to catch herself. So as she fell, like her elbow like shifted forward and broke her wrist. So her elbow was dislocated, her wrist is broken and she's just like, oh, ow, this kind of hurts. And her friend was like, let's go to the hospital just in case. And she's admitted and they're like, yeah, dude, everything's broken. Why did you uh, go hiking? And I'm like, yeah. Also, why did you do that, mom? That's a good question. And she's like, ha ha, that's just me. Do you feel like your 20s is the golden years? It makes me upset if this is my golden years because... Why am I still getting acne then? Why am I still getting pimples? People get That's pimples the into their forties. That's that is illegal. That should be illegal. Like your body should stop doing that shit. Like I thought that was a puberty thing, but still, like I'm gonna I'm a grown adult. What am I doing with a pimple on my face? Like I'm not trying to show that. Like I can't take care of my skin. Oh my god! Do you remember when we were younger and like if you had pimples or anything? Like people would always come to you and be like, "Oh, you just need to wash your face." yes holy crap that was so annoying or like they'd always point out pimples to you yeah it's like okay thanks like I have a mirror yeah (laughs) it's not like I can't see this massive thing on my face like thank you for this I I owe you my life (laughs) I don't know what they're trying to accomplish like you telling me isn't going to make it go away maybe it's like them trying to feel better about themselves like oh my god I would never have a pimple Mm, still terrible though yeah that's still pretty terrible but I don't know if I don't think these are my golden years. 
I think my golden years are still to come. Maybe the whole life is supposed to be a golden year. Yeah. I mean, why limit it to like 10 years? Yeah, like I think that's kind of sad. Okay, no. Boomers are always like, university was your golden years. If university was my golden years, I'm going to kill myself now. Sorry if that was dramatic, but like you were living in like an alternate time dimension when you're in school. It's yeah. like you brag about how you're sl- how you have sleepless nights. You're bragging about your shitty diet of how many cavities or coffee you have. Like it's like an alternate time dimension. I hate that. So when did we decide that like bragging about like not sleeping or like staying up all night to do assignments is like good? Like why does that give you any kind of like like I don't know like why is that good like why is I think it's like an innate thing because I find myself doing it too where it's like oh I'm so tired you know when you complain to your mom and your mom was like you think you're tired I had to work like 16 hours I had to do this and like I do that to Nick too all the time so maybe it's like you you want to show (laughs) so maybe like you just want to show to the other person like why you have it worse yeah I guess but I think in the university world or postgraduate whatever world it's to show like how much better you are for suffering yeah I it really is it's just like oh I'm so bad at time management (laughs) (laughs) that's so sad if you're in university now and you're listening to this it's do not like do not waste sleep like if you have the opportunity to sleep or go do something else like go to bed like there's always like it's like a toxic relationship yes But there's also like society reinforces it too because people are like, oh, you should not go to sleep. You can sleep like the rest of your mm-hmm. life. But when are you going to be able to like have this like one opportunity to go out? Like you don't have like, a lot of no, opportunities to go out. Sleep is good for you. Like yeah. you need sleep to function. Still sleep for eight hours. That's my big thing. So like I'm very anti productivity books. I'm very like anti productivity tips. So like the thing that I hate most about it is the fact that people are like CEOs only sleep till 5am or CEOs wake up at like three or 4am or something. And like, that's how, like, that's the advice that you give to people. Do you you remember seeing Mark Wahlberg's workout schedule? Yeah. Like his day-to-day schedule. Like he wakes up at 2am, goes to bed at 5pm. Like a fucking psycho. Like just go like live on the other side of the world. Then if you're going to do this, like, do you the the thing is he has like six kids or something Jeez. like do you expect your poor wife to like pick up the slack or maybe they just have hired help but you basically don't see your dad until like for a couple hours after school his like thing was like wake up work out eat golf work. oh <laughs> <laughs> he works for like a little bit he like there's like a weird um time gap in there where he it turns out that he actually spends like an hour and a half showering or something what yeah you're, it's, you're it's really funny your skin's gonna fall off man it's really funny and he also has access to a cryo chamber somehow like i thought that was something only walt disney had access to like uh, you know that myth where they froze his head yeah myth. <laughs> <laughs> uh disney if you're hiring me i won't expose your secrets yeah it's totally not a conspiracy theory <laughs> but these that's like the whole thing like people who who really probably shouldn't have kids if your day is dedicated to like a hundred percent you or like 95 percent you and you have young kids like maybe, maybe we reevaluate yeah. yeah 
I mean, you can't now because you already have six it's, kids, but like, yeah, you know. it's not too late. Just give those kids away. <laughs> Do not give away your children, please. <laughs> at the age of 16, let's give away my kid. <laughs> Maybe at 18. Oh, that's the other thing. I hate it when parents, like, someone turns 18 and they're like, well, we're going to kick them out of the house. Like, what? Like, oh what God. happened from 17? I saw to that 18? on Reddit. Yeah. Yeah. So, so my question to you did you, when you turned 20, did it feel like a weird, milestone for you where you're like yes I'm in my 20s not I'm hot and cool now I had like an existential crisis at when I like on my 20th birthday because when I was younger I never imagined myself living past 19 like when you're younger you don't like you don't think about yes, like I see what you mean now living to like a certain age for me it was like oh being able to drink party whatever like I thought that was so cool because like all the movies and everything so I, I was 19 I did my fair share of like whatever and then the day I turned like on my birthday when I was turning 20 I was like oh my god I'm like what am I going to do with the rest of my life like what is this like I never thought I'd make it this far like I got really depressed at work that day and then like I got over it eventually but like I had to like there was like this big hurdle that I had to like step through of like so yeah I did feel turning 20 long story short you you felt the negative effects of aging at 20 yeah is that a midlife crisis I feel like I have a short life I'm sorry <laughs> life ends at 40 <laughs> not not good proof of that <laughs> so like yeah I think I like I definitely did feel like a difference but like not really like responsibility wise or like trying to get my life together or anything like that mm. but you I don't remember I don't remember what I did for my 20th me I feel like I've always been old. Like I've always mm-hmm. felt like I've been an old person. So every time I age, I'm like, ah, I'm becoming my truer self every time I age. But the other day I felt like I was having a midlife crisis. No, I feel like I have a midlife crisis like once a year. Okay, side note, I didn't realize Mr. Beast was younger than me. And that like really bums me out. He's like 20, right? He's 22. Oh, okay. That's all the What the hell? He's like two years younger than me. Almost three years younger than me. A lot of YouTubers are now younger than us. We missed our What plan. the hell? So I'm like bummed out that all these people are so successful. But also I don't want to compare myself. But all these younger people, like what the hell? What are you doing? Yeah, it's it's always like I think a lot of like people who are in their 30s, 40s, etc. Like they look at people who are in their 20s and be like, wow, they're so successful like it's the same thing I think it just the age just changes as you grow older yeah I think your 20s like you're still a baby like you're 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 old but you're a baby like when I was younger I always saw like 20 year olds as like such an adult thing like wow you must know what exactly what you're doing like you're so old and they looked way older to me too but now I like look in the mirror I'm like I think I look like 17 18 tops yeah you're perception changes because like when you're younger like they were like what like 10 something years older than you but now it's like not like you've gone through the stages like so more perspective the trauma has aged me oh god (laughs) (laughs) um okay so our next segment i'm going to be sharing some advice that tiktok shared with me so basically there's a trend right now on tiktok where this girl, I forget her username, but she's asking people to share what advice they have for someone in their 20s or advice they would give to themselves if they were 20. So 
in a true essence of 20-year-olds. That really bums me out that we're almost in February. They say that when you turn 25, it's when your personality pretty much cements itself, so. Well, fuck. (laughs) Oh, okay. Here's, I think there's one that you you might agree with, but I don't agree with. Okay. Okay. Advice for your 20s. Some of you are not going to like this one very much. Stop posting on your stories so much. I want you to think about why are you really posting? It's most likely because you're seeking validation from other people. First, let's be in the moment more. We don't need to put everything on our story. Second, let's stop seeking validation from outside sources. Our own validation should be enough. Advice for your 20s. Okay. Harder said than done, but okay. So context, I guess. Like, I like to post food pictures on my stories a lot, like whether I'm baking them or uh, I'm going out to eat, which has actually come back and been a good thing because there's been a lot of times where I've been like, "Oh, I really like this food place, but I don't remember the name." So what I do is I go back to my stories and I go look for it, and then I recommend it to people who are like going to that vacation place or whatever. So I. When I post stories, like I completely agree too. Like I only started posting more only because like I stopped going out because of COVID because I'm not, for one thing, I'm not posting for other people. I'm posting it for me. Like I like looking at it. I like whenever I post a story, I go back to my story and I look at it like at least 50 times because I like looking at it. I think it's cool. Like I don't really care if other people don't like it or not. And I know other people don't care because I don't care about their stories. So I do care. So you, I you care when okay, people wait, 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 like wait. look at it. <laughs> I, not that people look at it, but I care like if like people who post like other food stories, like I like that. Like I like looking for new places to eat. And if I used yes. to someone okay. who went to Good somewhere point. where I liked, I would be like, oh, that's like I want to go there too, which is what I'm trying to do with my stories as well. Inspiration. You trying to become a food influencer? Maybe I we wish. try that. Yeah. That was tough. Go follow blurry food blog. <laughs> I don't even know the password to that anymore. So like, don't follow it. Or if you do follow it, try to hack us, please. Is there any advice that you would give yourself 10 years ago when you were I have a shit 15? ton of advice. Um, I think the big thing is to, I don't know, I really wish that I could go back in time and tell myself to like legit like treat your body like a temple like develop better eating habits like start getting more fit like start early go for walks like I love walks now and because I can't go because it's so cold it kills me um but yeah just like eat healthier I think that was a huge thing I think it was tough because at the time my parents were still together and we were eating like traditional like Vietnamese foods mm-hmm. and like Asian foods just has like a shit ton of rice mm-hmm. and yeah, rice in general one. like isn't that great for you and like now I've cut out basically all rice um but I think it's just like yeah just going back and and telling yourself to develop healthier habits yes because you can never be too actually no this is a catch-22 because I felt like I was very restrictive when I was younger because I've always like been that like chubby like fat girl growing up so you were like very thin in high school I only got thin when I was like Like, very thin when you were 14 people were still calling me fat when I was 14 insane you were very thin I was called fat my whole life like 14 was probably the one time there was only one year where I remember people stopped calling me fat and then 
even after that like every single moment I was called fat terrible but basically because like you're a girl growing up like I don't know was your were your family like very against you that's my printer going off was your family like ever against you like eating sugars or like my mom would like take away desserts from me like it was stuff like not that she'd take it away from me but she would discourage me from eating like bad foods yeah it was more vocal for me like oh are you sure you want seconds or like like um, yes I do are you still like you're still eating or like isn't that too much but then like if you don't eat then they're like oh why aren't you eating so it's very like like what do you just tell me what you want me to do be your puppet just tell me but I think it was like like I realized this but as soon as I got my my freedom like my ability to drive like the first thing I would do was always get fast food or like takeout or something because I was like oh my god I never got to eat this when I was younger like now that I have my own money I can like go eat like poutine as much as I want like wonder what Harvey's tastes like now I know wonder what um airheads are doing they're doing great I just ate them so I think that was the whole thing. So I could go back. I'd tell myself to chill and that you have the rest of your life ahead of you to eat all those foods. Yeah. I think it's just like, you're still exploring, right? Yeah. Like, it, like you have to go through, like, ugh, I don't want to say like, you have to go through that to like get to where you are now. But like, I feel like you need to try certain things to be like, oh, this isn't for me. But like, I mean, don't be okay. Time for me. Well, I mean, I don't need to try drugs to know that it's no, not, not like that. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't need to try a lot of things to know they're not for me. <laughs> okay, maybe that's okay. Yeah, I take that back. I'm sorry. That was bad advice. <laughs> <laughs> but I know what you mean. It's like in a life experience that now I have learned. Where I'm like, yes. okay, I I can I can do this. But you never would have learned it if you never were where you were when you were 14. Yes, exactly. Which is, like, then it's just like, why would I give any advice to when I was 14? This is, if I ended up how I am now, so it's, like, I did, I must have done something right along the way. That is, that's, that's good thinking. Would you give advice to yourself when you're 14 or 15? I think, like, no, I don't even want to say that. Like, I'd really be the one you had prepared. (laughs) I I thought against it, and then I thought against another thing. My other thing was gonna be like try harder in school, but then I was like, "Mm." so had really bad senioritis uh, in like grade nine. (laughs) Same. Yeah. I. But it's always like second semester for me that I just like skip a lot. Like second semester of high school or second semester of like university. Second semester of everything. (laughs) School, university, like that was just the time where I would just like start skipping like making excuses to find a way to get out of things yeah we played a lot of cards in the library in grade 12 like we would be at school escapism we would just not go to class (laughs) (laughs) and this was like not even after like university applications were like done or finalized or something like this This was was during (laughs) yeah before during um I don't know it's just make good friends like that's not like that's not the advice that like I would need to tell myself because I think like I'm still in touch with a lot of people that I was friends with in high school and I think those are the friends like Maggie I was friends with Maggie in high school (laughs) I carried forth uh to like even now 10 years later so I think it's like make good 
make a good support system for yourself like make that's actually one of the tiktok things i was gonna share oh my but i decided God. against it because i thought we would agree with it too much no well, but it's good that you <laughs> well wow, you belong on tiktok <laughs> no it was like get a good group of get for one thing they said get a good group of like two to three friends but another one said to get a good group of like girlfriends or like have like a couple good girlfriends i don't think it matters what the gender is i think you should just have good friends like have friends that are not superficial who support you but also uh can like give you advice and help you and not just like oh my god you're so pretty always you know like not that like not fake like not like okay. not fake friends and once you tell me i'm pretty <laughs> can you be both and tell me i'm pretty like is that too much to ask yeah but like not the type that always like i don't want to like and you don't want friends that lie to you all the time this is like how you can't get a guy <laughs> who is good to you and your family and who can't be hot either lower your expectations for female <laughs> friends <laughs> but yeah, yeah i think that that's I think that's the most consistent thing from like 14 till now. Yeah, I think even if I were to tell myself like make better friends, like eventually you'll find out along the way like who your real friends are. It's not like anything bad happens. It's just like over time. Like I think time is the biggest obstacle when you're you're trying to keep your or maintain your friendships. Agreed. Because like I went through a few different friend groups. Like when I, because we both went to the same high school but we weren't like we knew each other but we weren't immediately friends like I she used thought to call your me name S- was Cynthia yeah <laughs> so like I don't like I think in grade nine I had like a different set of friends and then like second semester I was like close to other people and then like each year it would like kind of change um but like I never really stayed in touch with any of those people and I don't now um but Maggie has been I guess consistently there no so that's you're gonna make me cry I don't know like what it is do you think it's like something that both of us go out of our way do you think it's like one person like no like what circumstances keep people close to each other for us the thing that ties us is that we both like chat a lot online we're both (laughs) e-personalities yeah because like there's a lot of people who don't know how to text like they're oh my god so many people yeah so you're actually person. like the most responsive person exactly same, exactly same with you like it's actually <laughs> insane like so many people okay at this point I think it's like rude if you don't reply to a text within like a day because I know you're always on your phone yes I mean like why I mean I know there are reasons <laughs> not to reply but it's like if you if we're still friends and there's nothing going on between us reply to me yeah also if I haven't replied to you I'm sorry (laughs) Maggie who forgot to reply for at least a day (laughs) there's time for you just miss things like that's okay but if you're consistently not replying like I'm not gonna go out of my way to reach out to you would 14 year old me be proud of me I don't know like physically probably not (laughs) I don't know like I think when I was 14 I had no idea what I was going to be doing at 24 like what I was going to go into. I thought I was going to go into the sciences for the longest time. And business was like a no in my family. So you sure showed them. 
<laughs> I sure showed my family going I'm throwing away your dreams, mom. <laughs> um I I like to think that 14-year-old self would be proud of me. I think 14-year-old self me was also very judgmental though. And um yeah, 14-year-old me was a piece of shit. Yeah. I think. Agreed. For me. Oh, okay. No, not for you, me. And not I was you. like, oh, okay. <laughs> did think we were gonna attack each they other today Cynthia. yeah but not to your face <laughs> just the people around you used to talk behind my back hey would 14 year old self be proud of you would your 14 year old self would your 14 year old <laughs> would just a 14 year old be proud of you <laughs> i assume you meant my own 14 year old self and i think you thank have. you like 14 year old self me had a lot of self-confidence issues that i've been able to work through and i think i'd be proud of Oh, that was nicer than both of ours. Yeah, mine was sad. Mine was sad mine too. Was, but I think girls are just more judgmental. Sad and, yeah. I wouldn't say we're sadder. We're just more judgmental. Like even now I stay away from all 14-year-old girls. Yeah, they're school children are vicious. They're sociopaths. They are because they know what they're saying is wrong, but they're yeah. like, I'm gonna say it anyway. They know how to get to your insecurities and they'll target them. And then they'll be like, oh, I'm just a little kid. They know what they're doing. This is like another form of slut shaming. <laughs> <laughs> For children? But like mentality-wise, like they they know what, what mind games are playing with me. They I know exactly what they're doing. When you're like 10 years old, I think they like if you're you know what you're saying is bad. You just need the consequent. There, like a negative reinforcement to remind you why you can't continues continuously being an asshole yes and some people never get that and then turn out to be adult assholes that's why a lot of comedians are like we all we all need to be bullied a little bit yes i agree 100 percent. i think you should grow up ugly because you really get like perspective you get you get a better personality yeah that too ugly. yeah you tend yeah. to be funnier yeah, because now, like, if I see a good-looking person, I'm like, you're either going to be, like, very hard to talk to, or you're going to have a really bad sense of humor. Yeah, you never grew up with hardship. <laughs> Not <laughs> we, the kind we different I lives. <laughs> <laughs> okay, with that, so the question was, would 14-year-old you be proud of yourself right now? Let us know what you think. Um, if you have any questions, send us an email at apologetically me podcast. No, apologetically, nope. apologetically me girls at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at AM Girls Podcast. Follow us on TikTok at apologetically me podcast. Um, we're your host, Wanda and Maggie. We'll see you next week, guys. Bye. Bye.